In this bulletin, a leading advocate for the Indigenous voice says it is time for politicians to step back and let the Australian public take control of the conversation. The Australian Human Rights Commission finds serious human rights concerns in the use of hotels by Australia's immigration detention system. And in sport, Football New Zealand to contact FIFA over its walk-off in the Qatar friendly. A leading advocate for the Indigenous voice says it is time for politicians to step back and let the Australian public take control of the conversation. Uluru Dialogue co-chair Pat Anderson says now the legislation enabling the referendum has passed, the focus needs to shift away from politicians towards the people who will be voting in the referendum. Ms Anderson says it is the Australian public who now have the authority to decide the outcome of the vote. She says campaigners in favour of the Indigenous voice will now be talking with Australians about the practical benefits it would bring for Indigenous people. 85 judges from all over Australia have stepped out of their comfort zone, bringing their annual conference to small communities in central Australia. The judges all from the Federal Circuit Court and Family Court of Australia. Their annual conference is usually held in a large city, but this year they've brought it to Alice Springs. Chief Justice of the Federal Circuit and Family Court of Australia, William Alstergreen, says holding the conference in a small community was an eye-opener. It's such a great eye-opener for them. A lot of them are people from the eastern states who may have never been to a community before or certainly never been to the Territory before. To have the opportunity of actually hearing from people what they're facing and what they're doing and, again, having the opportunity of listening and learning is so incredibly important and they really, really appreciate it. It's just been fantastic. The learning sessions for the judges include a visit to the communities of Santa Teresa and Hermansburg. Nora, a Santa Teresa community member, hailed the visit as a great opportunity for mutual understanding. Normally, the, just people saying judges would scare people, so, <laughs> but it's a good uh, sort of uh, interaction and, uh, and it's when we're grateful for understanding, all of us understanding each other. A special court to hear cases involving Aboriginal children is one of a suite of new measures which will be introduced in South Australia to reduce the level of Indigenous incarceration. The state government will establish an Aboriginal justice agreement to develop a collaborative approach to improve justice outcomes. It also builds a new community correction centre at Port Augusta with culturally appropriate rehabilitation and reintegration spaces, develop a program to support Indigenous offenders to return to the workforce upon release and establish a drug and alcohol treatment facility. In a two-year trial, a youth Aboriginal community court in Adelaide will aim to address escalation points in the offending of young people and implement protective strategies to divert them away from a life of crime. A report from the Australian Human Rights Commission finds serious human rights concerns persist in the use of hotels as alternative places of detention within Australia's immigration detention system. The report found detention in hotels had severe negative impacts on people's physical and mental health, which became progressively worse the longer a person was detained. Australian Human Rights Commissioner Lorraine Finlay says the use of hotels has become too regularised and should only ever be used in exceptional circumstances and for the shortest time possible. 
In the official response, the, de- the Department of Home Affairs agrees with two of 24 recommendations from the Commission, as well as disagreeing with a further five and noting the remaining 17. The federal government says it takes allegations of war crimes against the Australian Defence Forces very seriously. This comes as Senator Jackie Lambie referred allegations to the International Criminal Court. In 2020, the Brereton Report found evidence of what they claimed were 39 murders committed by Australian SAS soldiers in Afghanistan, resulting in one former soldier being charged. Senator Lambie, herself a defence veteran, says she, made the, says she made the referral because the senior leaders in the ADF had not been held accountable for what had allegedly happened in Afghanistan. Defence Minister Richard Miles offered to meet with the Senator to address her concerns about the way war crime investigations have been conducted, but he says the government is confident that they have been doing the right thing. Ultimately, that's a matter for the ICC. Um, what I can tell you is what the Australian government is doing. Um, we regard this very seriously. We will seek to implement the recommendations of the Brereton Report to the fullest possible extent. And under this government, Australia is holding itself to account. Taxpayers will invest $500 million in critical mineral projects in northern Australia under a long-awaited federal strategy. Strategically important projects will be de-risked with government support to attract private finance and ensure domestic processing and manufacturing projects can access Australian minerals. Research Minister Madeline King says the strategy will, will position Australia to play a leading role in the supply chain for electric cars and renewable energy. This country was built on the resources industry, first gold, then coal, iron ore and then gas. And the resources industry continues to be the backbone of the economy of this nation. I have consistently said that the road to net zero runs through Australia's resources sector. Time is running out as the search for a submarine that went missing in the remote northern Atlantic continues. The submarine disappeared on Sunday while carrying a pilot and four passengers on an exploration of the Titanic wreckage. With all communications lost, rescuers do not know whether the submersible is floating just be- just below the water's surface or submerged at the bottom of the ocean. Experts estimate that the submersible, if it remains intact, has just over 30 hours of remaining oxygen for the crew. The vice chair of a Pakistani conglomerate, the the Engro Corporation, and his sons are on the submarine, as well as British billionaire Hamish Harding. Mr Harding's friend and a fellow explorer, Yankee Mickelson, says she's anxiously awaiting good news. Well, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm sick to my stomach with nerves. I'm terrified. I'm anxious. I'm just hoping for good news. Every single second, every single minute feels like hours. And we're losing time and we're losing opportunity to find them alive. If they manage to self-ascend... Uh, they should have managed to have done it by yesterday. That proves that either the crew is not alive or B, the crew is alive, but they may be stuck somewhere. Former AFL star Michael Long is to recreate his historic 2000 and walk to Canberra in the lead up to the voice referendum as a show of support for the yes vote. Mr Long's walk is to begin in August or September.
The former Essendon champion says he plans to stop in a number of regional communities to discuss the referendum, which he has described as Australia's chance to take a big unifying step forward. To sport now... Football New Zealand says it will contact FIFA about the alleged racial abuse of Kiwi defender Michael Boxall, which promoted the team to walk off from its friendly with Qatar. Football New Zealand head Andrew Andrew Pragnall says in addition to taking their complaint to the world governing body, he also wants to talk to Australian Tim Cahill, who has worked as an assistant coach, Qatar coach, sorry, I'll start that again, uh, Tim Cahill, who has who was worked as an assistant Qatar coach with Carlos Queiroz at the time the abuse has occurred. Yeah, don't have any details in terms of him, but I obviously know him and uh, no doubt we'll be in touch. In terms of what's next, um, certainly we want, we want to re- reach out to FIFA on this. Uh, you know, they've recently re-established a task force around racism. Um, more needs to be done to protect players from racial attacks on the field. And now I look at today's weather. Broome, cloudy 25. Perth, showers easing 16. Adelaide, showers 15. Melbourne, partly cloudy 12. Hobart, also partly cloudy 12. Aubrey-Wodonga, partly cloudy 10. Canberra, morning frost and mostly sunny 12. Wollongong, sunny 16. Sydney, also sunny and 16. Newcastle, sunny 18. Brisbane, sunny 21. Townsville, partly cloudy, 26. Cairns, partly cloudy, 28. Alice Springs, showers, 19. Darwin, mostly sunny, 31. And the Torres Strait Islands, partly cloudy, 28. And that is NITV Radio News.